existence In existence, join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is the beautiful John Elliott. And this is the very ugly Patrick Riccardi. That's not true. Very is too much of a modifier. Yeah, people tell me not to use that word so often. Yeah, why Why all the superlatives? Uh, this week we're doing... Best Songs of 2016 Part 1. Yeah, kind of late in the year to be doing it, but it's hard to get this list together. But it's early in the year to be doing Best of 2016. Well, yeah, if we were doing the whole thing. But as you said, this is only part one. So we should have done it sometime in July. Uh, And these are, as always, uh, the best songs as dictated by me, basically, (laughs) because I make these monthly mixes of of my favorite songs, and, and we pick from that list. But I don't think it, it's too far from stuff you would pick anyway so no i like all yeah of it. we're like so, so there's not going to be if you you know those people who listen to the 1986 versus 2016 there's definitely not going to be any drake or anything on this i think it's safe to say there will be some uh some veins running through all the songs as there usually are like or most of the songs anyway um like very 80s a lot of 80s sounding stuff uh pop my my idea of indie pop i guess would be the the way to say it yeah although i will say more hip-hop on this list than i think we've ever had which is still not like it's not like a huge amount of the list but no but there was a lot of good songs a lot of good songs yeah although i thought you had a clipping on one of the on your best ofs i didn't see it when i was looking that's on uh volume seven, seven. Yeah, ah. so we, we haven't got that'll be part two Probably because I like all those clipping songs. I just don't. I don't like the subject matter so much, but I love how it sounds. Yeah. Well, I mean that's basically a lot of hip hop in general. So. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is disliked in a different way. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know what you mean. Because um, I, I think parents do understand. Yeah, that's where that's where we differ. I mean, that's one of our one of our most heated arguments, aside from. Uh, we built the city versus St. Elmo's fire because I don't think parents understand, but I think, you know, that probably has to do with the differences in our upbringing too. I mean, you were raised by the Ferengi. I was raised by Q. I love money. I love universal domination. Wait, were the Ferengi about money? Yeah, there were weren't there the eerie the guys with big yeah. ears who yeah they were money. I guess I don't know about money. Was did Star Trek have money? But they always had businesses and they were always running scams. Oh, so they were like that was like Star Trek's like anti-Semitic type character. Well, yeah. Uh, you always need one. Of course, you you gotta hide that shit. Um, and who hid things better than Star Trek? They're never obvious in their messages. I did like The Next Generation. It was a good I show. I love The Next Generation. Yeah. I don't know that it would hold up so well now, but that's probably just because of the special effects and stuff. I think if it were made now, it would hold up. Like if, if the oh, same totally. People... Yeah. Yeah. 
there is a new Star Trek coming on. I don't know. I don't like the fact that you have to pay for the channel to see it, but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, there. What channel is it on? There, CBS is putting out a new digital only channel that you have to pay for. CBS, you better get some better fucking program before you try that shit. Come on. Aren't there sitcoms very popular? It's true. There, I doubt they would put sitcoms on there, but maybe they will. I'll put them on there as you know to watch after they're already on. But yeah, yeah. Star Trek is going to be just streaming only. It's not going to be on the network at all. That's and I think weird. Well, I think that's they're trying to get people to pay for it because people really love Star Trek. And yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're going to do it with a franchise, that's probably the one to start it with. Yeah. But is it? Do you know any? Is it anybody we know on it? I don't think I've seen the cast yet. Brian Fuller is the person behind it, and I forget what he's done, but he's done some movies and TV shows. Oh yeah, he filmed uh, My Wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Uh, again, though, kind of anti-Semitic. Well, that's that's more on you than him, though. I suppose that's true. I did tell him, don't film any Jewish people. This is a Christian church. And there's the fact that you specifically didn't invite Jewish people. You sent invitations to your Jewish friends and say, don't come. Please. I did say please. Mm. Um, and I ended it with Lacham. So I think it was fair. Yeah, but you spelled it phonetically, which is... I know. It was kind of rude. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Speaking of which, best songs of 2016. Yeah. Uh, and as always, we'll do it. We'll, you know do one of my picks and then one of Pat's and blah, blah, blah. No order, really. This is, I mean, the order is picked from my mixes, so it's like, you know, disc one, disc two. Anyway, uh, first song we're going to do is my pick. Uh, Beverly. Victoria is the name of the song. Um, it is not a cover of the Kink song. So um, Beverly have is... Lots of... Wait, you, I thought you picked another Beverly song. I thought you picked Contact. Nope, I picked I picked this one. I know she, I, she's made my lists more than once, and not just this year. But um, uh, she, it's a band. Sorry, it's like Blondie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I always want to say her because the name's Beverly. But um, and the lead singer's name is Beverly. No, it's Frankie. Frankie Rose, who was in Crystal Stilts, Vivian Girls, Dum Dum Girls, uh, bands that I like. Yeah, I just found that out while researching this song Contact, which we're not talking about, that she was in the Dum Dum Girls, which is awesome. Yeah. I did like Dum Dum Girls. Um, Brooke, from Brooklyn, and this will be probably another another theme where these people are from. There's a lot of uh, shared cities, uh, Brooklyn among them. Um, it's just like 90s alt rock pop. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, I don't know. I think it's different now because I had kind of have to – Contact is a different song. But... Yeah. It has a neat start to it, Victoria, where it's it's like kind of an old, like 1940s sound to her voice. The way it's under the not the music at all, but the way the the sound is made on her. Yeah, voice. it's kind of like muffled and like through a bullhorn. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just catchy. I don't know. You know, this is like this is my my sweet zone. This kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just catchy, not like overly uh, harsh. I think this. This band highlights her voice better than Dum Dum Girl. Oh, for sure, yeah, because because it's more pop. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's pretty great. Beverly is pretty great. Yeah, well, let's take a quick listen. Here's uh, Beverly Victoria. 
I know exactly how it feels. Um, hard to find info on because this is literally the only song released. They're from Denmark. There, it's it's one woman basically. Um, is, I, well, it is, she yeah. can't be doing everything. I think she is. She um, is. Whose name it, I can't pronounce because it is it is Denmarkian. But it's very synthy, depressing music with great vocals. Is how I describe it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's. I mean, I wrote synthy is the first word I wrote down. Uh, you know, indie synthy. It's it's kind of a uh, kind of '80s, like a lot of this stuff is, but not. But it still sounds modern. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a good mix of both. And uh, yeah, I don't even know how I found out about this song, but um. And I, as far as I could tell, I didn't see any other songs by Guns. No, like I said, this is the only song that is that's been released. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird. I mean. This, there's no video, there's no no anything. Yeah. But it's good. It's good, yeah. Let's take a listen. Here is Guns. I know exactly how it feels. is roses what what are you talking about well, we did guns oh i got you roses. I, didn't, I didn't quite get it there yeah i wish there was a roses that we could do Ugh, what a, man they are playing here guns and roses and uh i think tickets are like i don't know stupidly pricey and i just can't imagine why anybody would pay that much money to see them at this point People love that they were there. There's a bunch of people that I know on Facebook that had pictures up of them having a great time at the show, but 
I think it's it's like they liked them back then, and they're just having fun to see them again. But I didn't like them back then, so I'm already in right. a bad spot. So yeah, I know I'm I'm with you. But I, also, it's not just that I didn't like them; it's that like he's had like decades of being an ass and like starting shows super late and quitting too early and all this stuff. No, I don't think most people know about that stuff. Maybe not. Yeah, they're not super fans that follow the because this feels like this is their first time around. I didn't even know. So he, he had like on his own, he had shows where he didn't even show up for that kind of thing. Well, he would show up. Yeah. I guess he didn't a few times and, and like they ended up canceling shows and shit. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's a real ass. Any, in any case does not treat his audience. Well, um, although I, I guess Tommy Stinson from the replacements is still playing bass for him. So, uh, good for him making some money. None of which has anything to do with my pick. Oh, I thought you did pick a Guns N' Roses song. Well, never mind. Charlie Hilton, Pony. This song has great lyrics. It does. And uh, she is from Blouse, the band Blouse, who's made my lists before. I don't remember if she's made our best of before or if they did. But um, yeah, from Portland. Yeah, it's like dream pop, really good lyrics. Uh, Again, somewhat 80s-ish, but still modern. Um Yes, I think I don't think I'd call this one '80s. It's not. Yeah, it's like some songs you can say you can like put them in the '80s. I just say this is a song that might have some '80s influences, but it's not really '80s-ish. Yeah, for sure. I I mean, not to be too pedantic. No, you're right, and I I shouldn't play up the '80s stuff so quite so much. Um, yeah, it's more kind of out of shoegaze, but more poppy than that, I guess. Um, I don't know. You guys fucking decide. We we don't have to spoon feed you everything. Here's Charlie Hilton, Pony. Is there going to be a man on the list yet? Let's see. What did Pat pick next? Lush, out of control. Oh, man. Everybody knows Lush. Yeah, I kind of remember Lush, but kind of not. And and I like, But anyway, I like this song a lot. So it's dreamy and pleasant. It's like being out in a pasture on a sunny day. Yeah, that describes a lot of their music, I think. Um, they just released a box set this year of all their old albums, which I remastered, which I got. Um I was always a fan. I had tickets to see them, 
and then they had to cancel because of visa issues and then they rescheduled for the next weekend when I was going on vacation so I did not get to see them that stinks they should use MasterCard uh, exactly or or Discover that's gaining ground I think mm-hmm dum-dums yeah no I agree with your uh, I like your your description so let's just play it here's Lush out of control musically ironic those lushers so they they broke up and then got back together yeah yeah um or you know they went on a fucking 20 year hiatus i don't know whatever you want to so say the, the people in the band weren't doing other like weren't in other bands or anything they just kind of disappeared not that i know of i mean they probably were but nothing i heard about and i was kind of a fan so mm. it must have been like super under the radar or maybe you know they were doing shit in britain that was bigger over there um my next pick is dive d-i-i-v i had to look up how to pronounce it I, I had no idea i did not want to say it wrong thought maybe it stood for something well they started out as dive d-i-v-e that's that's the only way i got any key to the pronunciation i'm like oh, oh and then they that... said when people search for dive they don't find us they just find articles about greg luganus yeah so we had to switch well makes sense and uh and Roy Scheider. Um, yeah, from Brooklyn, they've made my list a few times. From uh, Also from Brooklyn and also yeah. very dreamy. Yes, very dreamy. It's kind of another one, kind of shoegazy, kind of like almost uh, the cure at their poppiest moments, I feel like. Musically, not vocally. Doesn't sound like Robert Smith at all. A little more like, well, not compared to the cure, but compared to Lush, a little more zest to them. Yeah, yeah, not not quite as mellow. Uh, right. But yeah, another another one from Brooklyn. Uh, and the first appearance of uh, some men on the list. So it's our time, Pat. Finally. We, we will rise again. Yeah, it's a it's just another one. I mean, like I said, you'll if you listen to these songs, there's like a thread. I think there's some similarity to for both of us in in the kind of songs we like like i put a lot of like heavier rock stuff and like psych stuff on these comps too but that's not the kind of thing that i go to over and over it's more mood music you know mm -hmm. whereas the this pop stuff this catchy stuff is is uh more what i listen to more regularly so uh anyway here is 
dive with Under the Sun. this song I, I smile every time it starts I, I could probably convince to say this is my favorite of this the whole first six months i'm not sure it's up there though yeah no uh, it's good it's it's the kind of music that would happen if robots wrote the music and they left lyrics to some dude yeah well it is porches the song is called be apart yes oh i'm sorry i beg your pardon please do i heartily offer my condolences and acknowledgement I think this is another one. It's just one guy. Maybe there's like backup singer, but just mostly one guy does everything. It is. Yeah. Aaron Maine um, out of Pleasantville, New York. Although I think in New York city now. Um, yeah. It's more, it's like, it's more synth pop, but it's kind of like a little bit darker than the other stuff. Just the tone of it, but also mm-hmm. kind of like funky in a way. Almost. Yeah. 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 And it moves around a lot in the song. Like it starts off one way and it, yeah, it's great. It is. And his girlfriend is uh, Frankie Cosmos, who also uh, was on one of my best ofs for this year, did not make our list. Or did she? I don't know. Who's to say? She didn't. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, you should check her out too. I, I like her. Um, but the, yeah, this one's really good. Porches, be a part. Here you go.
another one straight out of Brooklyn. Sunflower Bean. Easier said. Uh, first album from these people? It's it's indie pop. I don't know what else to say about it, really. It has a really nice guitar to, to start the song. I, yeah, I love the guitar line. Um, uh, another woman singer, but, you know, it's a mixed band, as is Lush, to be fair. Um, Very wispy voice. Yeah, which I don't I'm, mind. No, no, I, and I like... There's just something about the lyrics in this one, not necessarily what they're saying, but just how they go together. Well, I guess that's the point of having a song. Never mind. Well, no, it's not always the point of having... I mean, some people are, are more into the sound of words than others, for sure. But yeah, I, this, I think this one go, is, is is fun. Yeah, good song. Good choice. Oh, thanks for your approval. Well, I don't give your approval in each of these. That's true. Well, here, let's see if it gets your approval. Listener. Singular. Uh, here's Sunflower Bean. Easier said. I'm not surprised you did. Cavern of Antimatter, melody and high feedback tones. This is a choice almost everyone else will hate. But you think? Oh yeah. I, have you ever forced someone to listen to a Stereo Lab song? Most people I've met like Stereo Lab, so no, not everybody likes it. Anyway, uh, I didn't know it was from the Stereo Lab guy when I listened until today when I looked up who was singing, like not singing, but who put together but tim game from stereo lab is the guy in this band and it's really good and yeah if you like stereo lab this is basically stereo lab without the vocals yeah and every album would have this every stereo lab album would have one song like this at least yeah it's got the it's got i mean it's just a basic stereo lab sound to me it's like got the kind of kraut rock beat and it's got um you know the somewhat droney instrumental shit it's just cool as hell like and did you ever listen to McCarthy, which he was in before Stereo Lab? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, me too. And that was more like that was more like political kind of agit prop rock, but still really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just with this this stuff, uh, I, I just like all the the sounds they explore like throughout the song. It's it's really cool. Oh, it's super cool, and 
the first, I think, probably the first instrumental to ever make our lists. Um, I'll have to listen. Have you listened to this whole album? If, if I had known this, this it was. I don't know why I didn't know. I, I guess I just missed out on that news. But if I had known that, I would have gotten that album. But is the whole album as good as this? I think this is the best song on the album. But you, yes, you would like the album. Uh, maybe I'll find a way to share it with you. Who knows? Who could say? There must be ways to do that. This is the first of, I think, two or maybe three uh, songs that I've listened to and really liked, but didn't investigate to see who it was and was shocked today to find out that it was from people I knew of. Yeah, well, and then when you think about it, you're like, oh, that's not shocking at all that it's him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, let's give a listen to uh, Cavern of Antimatter, Melody and High Feedback Tones. Even that title kind of tells you. Yes. So here you go. a bit disappointed that that uh that tim gaines involved in that band because i thought when i listened to it originally i was like this is really cool somebody is into stereo lab and is like <laughs> aping their sound that's awesome so well i bet I, he is into stereo lab <laughs> yes he probably listens to him occasionally and the actually a song from with the singer from stereo lab almost made my list but didn't quite make it oh yeah i that was a good one too that was the uh, adrian young um who is like this, yeah, he he is this, uh, he kind of does like retro soul and like fake soundtracks for like 70s um, funk movies and stuff. And he, he used her on a song as really weird and really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that didn't make my list either, unfortunately. But, you know, it's out of like a hundred something songs, it's really hard to narrow this down to, to 10 each. But uh, my pick, no surprise. Uh, my next pick, Bob Mould, Pray for Rain. I think it's the catchiest one on the album. I think he released like three singles from this album, and this wasn't one of them. But it's just Bob Mould. It's like him doing what he does best. It's it's catchy. It's rock-ish. 
and uh, I don't. Know. I don't think I would have picked this song of the bar. You would have picked uh, the the first one. Shit, did I lose you? Hold on, everybody. All right, sorry, you cut out for a sec. You said you wouldn't have picked this song. You don't think of the bu- you would have picked uh, the voices, voices in my, in my head. head. Yeah, I, I think that's a better song than this one, more enjoyable song. But this is still a great song. Yeah, I, this is just more. I don't want to say nostalgia, but uh, for me, like his mixing of um, like punkish rock and and catchiness um, is what I always loved about him. Uh, I think <laughs> I voice... have to say, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say voices in my head is like definitely a more complex and mature song and stuff. But this one I can just like put on mindlessly and smile. Oh, that makes sense. I had a small criticism of it, though. Yes. <laughs> the first like. Five seconds or the first little bit of the song sounds like something that would be the soundtrack for a 90s sitcom. Well, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, until his voice comes in. I yes, guess. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, nope, this wouldn't be on a 90s sitcom. <laughs> well, anyway, here, let's uh, let's take a listen. Here is Bob Mould, Pray for Rain, which if you listen to this show, you've already heard on our Bob Mould episode. But here you go. your pick and uh yeah go for it pj harvey the community of hope yeah another one like lush everybody should know pj harvey you know i think i've probably heard plenty of pj pj harvey songs but i don't know that i would be able to say that's a pj harvey song okay when i hear it i just you know because she's been around since 92 or something yeah and and she's definitely experimented with styles and stuff too so but this is a, a definite earworm like you hear this once, it's going to be stuck with you for a long time. And I usually complain about that kind of song, but it, this is so good that I, li- I like it. So especially, yeah, especially well because it's kind of it's kind of chanty and sing along, and then when it gets to the end where it's just the uh, the um, they're going to build a Walmart here over and over, 
Um, that's pretty awesome. And it, it's definitely a political song. Did you read anything about how this was uh, how this was made? No, how, what happened? So it was pretty cool. I didn't know either until I was uh, looking it up. So the whole album was created in sessions uh, that were open to the public as part of this art installation at Somerset House in England <laughs> cool. called Recording in Progress. So they would record the album and people could come and watch. Um, they, I guess they had people taking away uh, cell phones and stuff before they could come in. But they watched them with like the producers and everything working on it in like 45 minute sections they would do it you know just over the period of a month they recorded this album and people could come in and watch and see how things progressed and stuff which is a pretty cool idea i think so wait the 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 audience would be was it they were recording it on a stage like how did they watch it no it was like they they were led down into like this basement room and there was like uh i guess through glass Okay, so they what, so that's how I was imagining it, but it seemed impossible. So like they were on the other side of the glass was a sound studio and everything. Yeah, yeah, and and I assume that's awesome. Yeah, they just had you know speakers um, for the people watching. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. So that's that's also really cool, um, and it's just a really cool song. You're right. It like it totally gets stuck in your head very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's listen to it. Here is P.J. Har- Harvey, Community of Hope. with our list so far uh <laughs> what is impressive about it because uh, they're all good songs <laughs> <laughs> i'm impressed that we were able to narrow down i'm always impressed that we're able to narrow down to 10 songs each and uh not pick something that's like on the weaker end well oh, right well sometimes you should put like a terrible song on your mix on, on purpose to see if i pick it <laughs> well i have put motorhead on my mix before i know that's terrible <laughs> to you so and uh willie nelson but um willie nelson's not terrible no but i mean you shouldn't put those together like that oh i i think i should they're both uh let's not go into it um yeah let's take a quick break we'll come back with the rest of our list in just a moment and we'll also do our olympic wrap-up oh yeah olympics in rio uh we'll be right back We had a comrade 
a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's great racing, steeple chasing. We're back with the rest of our list. Uh, coming in, my first pick for the second part of this list, M83 Road Blaster. Uh, as far as I know, this was not a single off the album or like one of the most popular songs on the album, but I really like it. It's really pretty. It is, yes. Uh, M83 has been around a while. It's, I mean, it's basically this one dude, uh, Anthony Gonzalez, but you know, he has other people help sometimes um i don't think most i think it's been a very synthy year it has yeah which is fine with me yeah i mean bob mold is the only real rock one everybody else even if they use guitars they kind of have some synth in there i feel like well so far yeah yeah um yeah this dude is french um lives in la now uh but i think you know they They've been around for a bit and had some minor hits, so they're probably familiar to a lot of people listening. Um, yeah, I just thought it was... It's another one that's that's synthy and catchy um, and a bit 80s-ish, but also, again, I think this one is actually a bit 80s-ish, but also uh, modern. Anyway, uh, hopefully I won't have to say that about any more songs on this list. Let's give a listen to... M83 Road Blaster. Laban Crab Day. Yeah, she also lives in LA and is not from LA. No, from Wales. Um, yeah, she's made my lists before, or my mixes before. I don't know about the lists. I can't remember. Uh, I like in this song how the tone shifts. It has that kind of like the guitar, like bam, 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 and then it goes like this mystical sound to it throughout the song. It's neat. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's got little hints of like sixties psych rock a little bit and then mm-hmm. but then also like kind of post-punk and it's got like the early like television and early talking heads sound a bit to it 
and her delivery is so dry. It's just so like not much emotion to it, but that's fits very well with the music around it. it yeah, it totally fits the song. Um, yeah, this is a this is a good one. Kate LeBon, Crab Day. Here you go. This is the first uh, hip-hop one we've had, huh? Mr. Life, L-I-F. Let go. Uh, featuring somebody, but I didn't write it down. Um, doing the the chorus vocals, which is really cool. Uh, I guess this dude's been around for a while, and he's, like, in a group, too. Um, Selena Carrea. Yes, thank you. That's that's who's featured. I didn't write down any of the featured people on these. so. Um, but... But this dude uh, is from Boston, um, and that's all I really got. But it's just a really cool hip-hop song. It's super catchy. It reminds me of, like, kind of just Sonic-wise, Dan the Automator or Handsome Boy Modeling School type mm-hmm. type hip-hop, um, which we both are totally into. Um, and like I said, the... The female vocals in the in the chorus are really cool. Um, I just think it's it's smart, definitely smart hip hop and kind of kind of political. Um, uh, Sound wise, it felt like a '60s spy cartoon theme song with some loud singing thrown into me. Yes, exactly. And that's uh, all. Those are all <laughs> favorable reviews. It's very fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, and that that kind of fits in with Dan the Automator too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's just listen. Here's Mr. Life. Let go. Yup, 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 yo. A rigid mind can hit you like a fist. The goal is moving fluid like a fish. If you can calm your mind, you're no longer blind. Tell me who could be your wrong with this. I'm rhyming over loops, it's old school. I levity, the style is so cool. I fold dimensions, I feel dimension. I came to tap into your soul too. Now tell me what you buried deep within. Beyond the marrow, well beyond the skin. It's pain lurking, your brain hurting. I sad to see your hopes are getting dim. Now please back away from from bright lights, enjoy the solitude of late nights, and heal the groove, and make a move, I promise you'll ascend the great heights. Dim down those lights right now, it's time for us to wind down, pour me a glass of my 
up your heart, reveal truth You're feeling free, a deity Who floats amongst the clouds can feel you Is this the definition of a blessed Spirit who was sent to manifest With eloquence to elephants Who tell the human beings take a rest Now sit down, get down, ponder Slip now, drink down, water Is this a Okay, and your next pick is one that um, I that almost made my list, so I'm glad you, you picked it. Case Lang Veers with Best Kip Secret. So, yeah, in case people don't know, this is uh, Katie Lang, uh, Nico Case, and Laura Veers. Laura Veers has definitely made my list before, or my mixes before. Was she in a band before? You know, I'm not sure. I've only, she might have been. I've only known her uh, solo stuff. And okay. she's been around a while, so maybe, maybe she wasn't. Um, I I kind of think she's the one singing on this song, but I, I'm not positive. So I was going to ask you. Yeah, it sounds like her more than the other two. Um, but I, I like that you took them out of order. They, they prefer to be set, set in order, but you took them out of order. I, I know. Well, you know, Katie Lang's been around the longest, so <laughs> I thought it was only fair. Um, I would, would she be the, she's probably the most famous, too. Yeah, she. I would think she's more famous than Katie. Yeah, definitely. Um, than uh, Nico Cook Case. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead with your. Oh, I I think they're referring. This song is referring to our recent visit to Silver Lake. Oh yeah, the best kept secret in L.A. Us going there. But yeah. I like I like songs like this. They're kind of telling a story, and it's just really really pretty. Super pretty. So I don't have a lot to say about it, but no, yeah. it's just kind of like a, it, it does have a very kind of California pop feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, very mellow, but not like, not like shitty mellow, like the Eagles or Fleetwood Mac or anything. It's, it's the voice is really great. It's just a, yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, I think around this, the same, the same mix you put together, there's like two or three songs that have to do with going to California. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I think it's funny that like California as a theme for songs, they they all kind of try to go for a certain feel. Right. Yeah. That that California has a feel. I think it's weird. Um, like L. Cool J. Yeah. He well, he was going back, so uh, it was kind of different for him. He was like, I don't uh, think so. Anyway, here is uh, Case Lang Veer's best kept secret.
next up. Taco Cat. Say it backwards. I can't. Do it. Taco Cat. What? Yay! Who knew it was a uh, homonym? That's the word. Yep. That's how, exactly how cats sound when they're eating tacos. Yep. Taco Cat. Taco Cat. Taco Cat. Uh, yeah, Night Swimming. So... Another they, cover. Not a cover, no. They, I even like that they mention, like, listening to the radio, just don't put on REM. Um, so they are from Seattle. Um, uh, feminist band. I guess they don't mind being called that because that's what is on the Wikipedia page about them. Um, from Seattle, and they've made my mixes a few times. Apparently you introduced them to me. Was yes. It, was it from, from K- that KEXP, KEXP or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I liked them from the very first time I heard them. It's, it's again, it's like not quite Slater Kinney, but it's, it's like rocking. I don't know. I think it, it's, it's kind of, it's fun. It's, it's like fun. fun and yes. Jump. It is. It's, it's energetic. Yeah. There's, there's no synth here either. It's just, it's just rock, right? Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. It is fun. Uh, and what else do we need to say? Let's listen. But, Oh, go ahead. No, I, I was uh, listening to it and just reminded how much I like them. Just how much. So I looked them up and they're coming here in October. So I'm going to go see them. Oh, shit. I should look up if they're coming here. Damn. Yeah, I would love to see them. They are. But... They should be because they're going to a really funny venue in Santa Barbara. And, uh, was, I forget. It's like this small bar on State Street. I'm like, wow. I don't think they're that small of a band, but I guess they are. Yeah, I get. Well, if they're going to Santa Barbara, they're definitely coming here. So, yeah, I should. Yeah, um, yeah they would be super cool live, I'm sure. Anyway, here is uh, Taco Cat Night Swimming. song on the list oh, I, I forgot it was that taco cat wasn't my pick i like that song so much ace of rock rings uh i don't know it, just, it sounds really good it, it remind it's what made me think of clipping today because this song kind of reminds me of the kind of stuff they do but not as as harsh yeah not as harsh not as experimental sounding yeah i mean it does have like hints of psychedelic stuff too and like kind of sci-fi mm-hmm. 
um, not to the level of like um, Deltron 3000 or whatever, but no, no, that I should listen to it again. I haven't listened to it in a while. I love that. I love that whole concept. Me too. But this is good. It uh, the the wrapping is really good. It flows really well. Yeah. Also out of Portland. Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Um, nothing has ever come out of Portland, Maine, to my knowledge. And it looks like I a have. nor'easter. I've been there and came out of it, so you know me. Oh, as usual, you're calling me nothing. A subtle insult I missed out on. I, you know, I didn't mean it that way, but I think maybe secretly in my heart I did. Anyway, here's Aesop Rock with rings. Draw. Hard to admit that I used to draw Portraiture in a human form Doodle of a two-headed unicorn It was soothing Moving his arm in a fusion of man-made tools And amused from beyond Even if it went beautifully wrong It was tangible truth for a youth to refuse to belong No name nuisance Stools in a bedroom Who's in a brand new cuneiform Barely commune with the horde Got a whole grayscale uncluing his world Might zone amp to the app of the magpie Unseen hand dragging his graphite Cross contour, a little bit of backlight Black ink after a bristle to baptize You can imagine a rush that ensue When you get three dimensions stuffed in a two Then it's off to a school where it's all he could do Being trained and observed by a capable few Back in New York by peeps and a dog in a two-bedroom Doing menial jobs Plus rhyming and stealing and being a clod Distractions, freedom abroad I left some years of giving a light I left some will to spirit away I I let my fears materialize, I let my skills deteriorate Horned by the thought of what I should have been Continuing a mission that was rooted in a 20-year affinity And rickety condition with an ID crisis Snap on the front lawn, look up in the sky, it's Shapes falling out of the fringe All heart though we would've made cowardly kings They will chop you down just to count your rings Just to count your rings, just to count your rings And now we're Colors pouring out of the fringe all heart though we would have made cowardly kings they will chop you down just to count your okay next up my pick <clears throat> amber arcades fading lines um dutch it's another kind of dream pop shoegazy <clears throat> which you know i i quite enjoy um this is another one that's basically one person um Annalette de graf G-R-A-A-F. I don't know how you... I never knew how you pronounced that. Really? Fucking Dutch. I didn't yeah. know it was just one person. I mean, it's all, it's, it's all that music. Well, things you can do with computers nowadays, dude. Yeah. You... Man, I would never have guessed that was all that was all her. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and just... It's catchy. I don't know. <clears throat> that's why I like it. And her voice is very haunting. Yes, I like her There's voice that a very lot. again. Her voice is... <clears throat> Yeah, it, just, it reaches inside you. Yeah, and then leaves a, a nice little hamburger for you. Anyway, that's with hamburgers. Here is Amber Arcade's Fading Lines.
Chance the Rapper All Night, featuring someone, I guess. Yeah, I didn't write it down either. Have the luck. <clears throat> featuring Knox Fortin. Fortuny. How do you pronounce that? Fortuny? Sure. Tunny. F O R T U N E. It's a weird spelling. You know those rappers. Oh, Fortune. Uh, anyway, yeah. Another, probably the, maybe the biggest name on here. I don't know. Um, is he big now? Currently. I mean, he's well known at least. Yeah. But he's still just doing his own thing. He's not on any huge label, is he? It's true. No, he's doing his own mixtapes and stuff. And, um, yeah. For, so from Chicago, um, yeah. He's I, awesome. I don't have a lot to say. I just love how it sounds. Yeah, me too. It's like that kind of more subdued funk feel. Like, uh, uh, I kind of like, like, uh, Sly and the Family Stone family affair type vibe. Got Everything the... I've heard from him has been awesome. Yeah, no, he's really good. It's got the catchy chorus again with the, you know, drinking all night. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's just play it. Here's Chance, the rapper, all night. Come on, big fella, you drunk, big fella. Two sips and now you want to trip, big fella. You're not a drinker. I can see it all in your leg, big fella. You wobbly, big fella. You finna fall. Sit down, you drunk, big fella. All night up the chicken, all night. Everybody outside wanna pull up outside all night though. Everybody high five, everybody wanna smile, everybody wanna lie, that's nice, no. Oh now you wanna chill, oh now you wanna build, oh now you got the bill, that's cool though. Oh now you got the gas, oh now you wanna laugh, oh now you need a cab, that's true though. All you do is talk, I ain't got shit to say. Can't no one get in my car, I don't even ballet. Long discussions, oh you my cousin. No, you wasn't. You just want to ride. You just want to talk about politics, Chicago shit, and rock shit. Start dancing, ho. All right, my pick, Double Whammy of Hip Hop, De La Soul, Pain, featuring Snoop Dogg. That one you remember for some reason. Yeah, I didn't even have to write it down. Although, it's not Snoop Dogg's show, it's De La Soul's show. Um, and it's it's in the vein of great De La Soul stuff. It's got like the kind of late 70s, early 80s synth funk soul mm-hmm. sound to it. And I don't know what else to say. They've been around since the 80s. You know, if you like De La Soul, you'll definitely like this one. It reminds me kind of of uh, their song, A Roller Skating Jam, named Saturdays in the Field. It's just kind of fun, even though it's called Pain. (laughs) Wow, you do love pain. It's so close to pleasure. In any case, here's De La Soul, Pain. Thank you. 
out when the sand pull you under quick. Big mama said the devil's up to no good, but we can heal it on a Sunday with a good book. But off we kill it on a Monday for a good look. And make it part of the campaign to withstand pain. Me, myself, place it all on my shoulders and give it my all like heavy lifting. No game without tears and sweat. They claim blue skies with white clouds, steady drifting. When pain come to get you, it hit you like flow. Better times will pick you, do what you gotta do. To earn focus in the stormy weather, come out the tunnel to the light saying, Final pick is yours. We kind of almost had to pick this. Oh, I forgot to write it down. Well, it is the Divine Comedy, Catherine the Great. Just because I forgot to write it down didn't mean I couldn't say it. Oh. I feel like this whole podcast has been ruined. It's been tainted by my uh, my jumping in. But yeah. Mansplaining it's... to you. Yeah, I hate when men explain things to me. Oh, wait. If, if, if you mansplain another man, is that... Even worse? It's totally worse. It's like two times worse. That's, that sounds very misogynistic. It is. Anyway, Divine Comedy is awesome. The song is awesome. The end. Yeah. It's it's what he does, man. Yeah. Neil, Neil Hannon, our boy, um, who does our theme song without his knowledge. Um, or, or... Or consent. Yes. But, you know... Uh, He's got to get more of an American audience. I can't imagine he would he would mind. Like, I want him to tour here again. Yeah, I was just going to say, has he been out lately? I Dude, would love he, for... He goes in Ireland and, and uh, England, but yeah. Did I know I went with David to see him in L.A. Were you with us at that show? No, I, I saw the same tour in San Francisco. That was That was an awesome show. It was he was so he was having so much fun. He told great stories in between the songs. It was it was great. Yeah, and when we saw him, he like he was just saying, "What song do you want to hear?" And the audience would shout stuff out at the end. He did oh, a few of those, and that's really cool. Yeah, but you know, this is this is him chamber pop. You know, it's got that harpsichord and stuff. And uh, oh, he's from Northern Ireland, by the way. Uh, is it from Northern Ireland? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he was for the Brexit. Yep, totally for it. And he also, I'm sure, like bombed more than a few um, old age homes in his day. Oh no, he might be the one getting bombed. That's true. Yeah, he he did well. Let's hope not. I mean, he does have that fake leg, so that might just be for uh, for ornamentation, though. We don't know. We don't know his story. In any we just case, know he's great. He is great. And so is Catherine. Here's the Divine Comedy with Catherine the Great. Let's talk of Catherine the Great. Let's talk of love and the power of the state. Powerful gate, Catherine the Great. 
yeah, so he's, I mean, <clears throat> he's not really a one-man band, because he does have other people play. I mean, he would have to with all these fucking instruments that he has. But he does, like, do the writing and arranging, and he plays multiple instruments. Like, he's a pretty fucking talented dude mm -hmm. that I really wish was bigger here. Yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> I think I always assume he is. But then I realized that nobody's really heard of him. No, yeah, no. You know what was probably more popular than most of his own stuff is he had that series of stuff that went along with the, didn't he do like Amelie? Or maybe he worked with the, the guy who did the music for Amelie? He's done, well, I know he's done like uh, TV show themes in the UK and stuff. He's really well known over there. But yeah, I don't know. Um, he's done so much stuff. I, I don't even know all of it. But, wow, he wrote the theme tune for Father Ted and the It Crowd. The yeah, IT. the IT crowd. Hello. It, the It Crowd. Um, yeah, the Father Ted theme is is pretty cool. It's just like, it's very short. Um, but yeah, it's good. Uh, oh, you know, and I don't even have to look this up, but he did music for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was an underrated movie, and he did a great song for it. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Wait, was it was it one of his existing songs, or was it a new song he wrote just for that? You were the theme, like the, theme, the opening theme. The music. Oh, oh, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's my mission to get him back over here to tour at least, so I can see him again. Seen him a few times, maybe four. Uh, met him at an in store in Berkeley. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, years and years ago. Anyway, that's our uh, that's our list. Pretty good, I think. Uh, hopefully, people. Got some new, were exposed to some new songs that they might not be aware of, or new artists. We don't mention the fact that the Divine Comedy does our theme song often enough, so we should mention it, and everyone who listens to this podcast should listen to all of his works, because they're yep. all great. Yeah, it's all available on iTunes, and definitely buy his stuff. Mm -hmm. There's no need to illegally download. Um, he's not a rich man. Well, maybe he is a rich man. He's not a popular man over here, at least. His next album? Well, he must have some money if he's done with theme songs for semi-popular yeah, TV shows. Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably rich, but... He's probably like Alan Thick Rich. Yeah. Release yeah. date is September 2nd for this album. I know. I wish they would release another song from it before then. Oh, they haven't? I just no. want to hear... No, this is the only one they've released so far. Yeah, his tour is all in Europe. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. Um... Anyway, that endeth that. Uh, you want to go straight to recommendations? Asians, 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 Asians. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I have a, a couple. Um, Humans, which I, I guess it was a joint BBC and uh, I don't know what other channel, AMC production. Uh, it's streaming on, I don't know, it's either Amazon or Netflix. I think it was Amazon. Um, and it's just about kind of the near future where they have robots who do work for you but then some of them attain consciousness and it's it's very cool is uh like i told you in email it reminded me of that episode of black mirror that we uh talked about on the show a little bit but it's it it's a whole series so it's obviously more you know goes into the themes a bit more mm -hmm. but also um it moves along really well you know it's not it's not dreary or anything it's it's fun uh, and and it's got a lot of action and stuff. So uh, humans. And then uh, the second one, and this is not like the greatest show ever, but since I talk so much shit about CBS, this is 
a good CBS show. I think it's very solid. Um, I was surprised that I liked it, and then even more surprised that it was on CBS. Uh, it is called Brain Dead. Have you seen it? Not yet, but I, as I said on in the email, I, all during the season on CBS shows, they would show ads for it, and I was like, this either is going to be a train wreck and really awful, or it's going to be awesome, so I'm glad it, it ended up not being a train wreck. Yeah, exactly. I almost didn't watch it after reading the description of it, because I thought, oh, it's sure to be a train wreck. But it's actually well done. I mean, so it's about, um, <clears throat> it stars, uh, holy shit, Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, and she goes to work in Washington. Uh, her brother's like a, a senator or a congressman, I can't remember, um, working with him. And it's about these uh, alien bugs that get into people's minds and remove their brains and take over. And it makes the people all really super partisan. Um, so that Republicans become like insane Republicans and Democrats the same. And so like the symbolism is not exactly subtle or, you know, like what, what it's trying to say, but it's still well done and uh, it's funny and it moves along. Uh, so I recommend brain dead. What's really funny is it, well, not really funny, but what's interesting is the fact that the people who created brain dead also created the good wife. So when there's ads for this brain dead show that it started off with, Oh, from the people who brought you the good wife. So the first couple ads I saw didn't emphasize the fact that it's kind of a thriller, not thriller, but it's, it is kind of a thriller. Yeah. A comedy. Not, thriller. Well, okay. It is a thriller. Okay. But it just it didn't emphasize the fact that it was a, had any kind of like brain sci-fi <laughs> element to it. Yes. Or, yeah. So it was like, this is a political, political kind of comedy from these guys. And then the, the, the next ads were, emphasized that. I was like, oh, this is really weird. I can't wait to see it because these guys are not known for doing this kind of thing. They're known for doing political stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, they, they pulled it off well. So so it makes it so you should watch The Good Wife. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. Why not? Uh, I, I'm way behind with The Good Wife, but I liked it when I watched it. Uh, Juliana Margulies dies at the end. I've, I was hoping. That's what they're building to the first episode. It, it's it's one of those voiceovers, and it says, "It's the future. I'm dead. Let me tell you what happened to get me there." That's that's never been done before, so that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got? Called In Vitro Voco. Oh, I think I will just recommend something you hated called Stranger I, Things. From I Netflix. know you're going to say I hated it, but I did not hate it. Yes, John uh, really hated this show, but it's great. It's it's. Uh, Great is an overstatement. A, That's all I'll say. But I did spook, not hate it. A spooky show set in the 80s. I've only watched four episodes, but every episode I've watched I've enjoyed. Uh, kind of a, a, a thin story, but everything else about it is good. So, yeah, go watch it. Yeah, it was the thin story that kept it from greatness for me. Uh, but I watched it all. I mean, I enjoyed it enough to watch it all. Jeez. <laughs> For those that don't know, John went on Facebook and really like ripped apart people who like this show. I did not do that at all. He said, if you like Stranger Things and you don't like Trump, I consider yourself a poopy person. And he signed it off with a French word that I didn't understand. That's true. Mared. Um, yeah, I did say that, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I just, I don't, it didn't reach the level of love for me. So it's just like everybody is like, talking about how great it was and i was like yeah it's fine i enjoyed it i don't know i'm not gonna <laughs> fend myself against these 
baseless allegations? <sighs> Have you no sense of decency, sir? <laughs> I think it was, I, I, he did that, put the, the, the Facebook post where, he, I mean, you weren't really critical of it, but then in defense of, of your non-criticism, you, you, it sounded like you hated the show, which cracked me up. <laughs> I was just trying to explain why I didn't think it was great. Oh, I understood. I understood yeah. it was, it was funny. <laughs> it was like, you're going so far that you're almost denigrating it. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to. I mean, you know, you can, you can have critical thoughts about something and and not hate it i just yeah 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 no uh, stranger i figured that would be your your pick. oh i just watched it this week there's a comic book I've, I've been reading that's good but i'll wait for another week in case i don't have something next week you know what i i will mention a comic book i've been reading i don't know if you've read it you might have even recommended it to me but uh i, I definitely found it um just scrolling through monstrous have you read that mm-hmm you yeah, did. I didn't know that. Yeah, I read the first couple issues and I stopped buying because I decided to stop buying so many things. But uh, where did you find it? Well, I I got the um, the I got it from Amazon for Kindle. Okay. It had like the first six issues, you know. It was one of those. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed that. Anyway, uh, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail dot com. Rate us highly on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. And tell your friends to listen. Yep. Tell them. It demand. Just like, well, you know, with MTV back in the day. Maybe just ask them. Say, would you like to listen? And if they say yes, give them the website. If they say no, ask them again. Until they say yes. Yeah, just just keep doing that are we there yet shit to them. Mm-hmm. Um, by that you mean show them are we there yet the movie yes or do you mean the tv show one of well i mean the tv show is the best tv show based on a movie but the movie is the best movie possibly ever made so I, i'm going with the movie speaking of tv shows based, based on movies did you see any of the uncle buck show no i still haven't seen i might have seen like 30 seconds of it flipping through channels but no just thinking about it when i mentioned it, you know who would be a great uncle buck who Jason Manzukis. Oh yeah, he would be the perfect Uncle Buck. I don't know that he can play anybody that's not a super creep. Yeah, well, Uncle Buck is kind of a super creep. Yeah, well, maybe not because Uncle Buck has the kind of the heart of gold at, at some point. Yeah. In the show. So maybe he couldn't pull that off. Uh, he probably I think he could, could though. Yeah. But so far, he hasn't shown that. I've only seen him play super creeps. We need to do another episode where we just recast things. Yeah, that was current. fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, anyway, that should do it for this show. Um, next week, we'll be back. Who knows with what? And so will you. Yeah, and your friends that you, that you, uh, harassed into listening. And really, they deserve no less. That's what friends are for, as the Dion Warwick song taught us. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.